Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Joe Show. It is your host, Corey Kay, and here we are, episode one. Absolutely insane to say we're here. Um, it's been a stressful and really humbling process getting just this far. So here we go. Episode one. You know, I was talking to a lot of guys about like their ideas and thoughts for this, this kind of audience, right? And a general consensus I want to get upon is why join the military in 2023? I think it's a really good starting point. So like, check it out. A little bit about me, right? So when I joined, man, listen, it was it was just on the bucket list. This is just for the fuck it list, right? Saying I did it, saying it was cool. Um, now, for a lot of you guys out there with current conflicts that aren't in the military, you know, why would you want to join, right? And I know there's a lot of guys that are going to hear this and be like, Man, why in the hell would anyone want to join right now, right? So I'm going to highlight the positives, the negatives, a lot of the good, some of the bad. Because, like, trust me, I'll tell you what. There's a lot that it wasn't what I expected, right? But joining the military has rewarded me in a lot of ways that also weren't expected, right? So if I help one person make a decision... I can totally live with that. Like, 100%, I can live with that, right? So, for guys that are under 30 listening to this that are in the military, I hope this reaches you. I hope this informs you. And I really hope that you make the best decision for yourself. And the guys that are in with me, whether you want to stay or whether you didn't know about some of these benefits, you know, it's never too late to start. It's never too late to take advantage of what the system has in place, man. So, like... All right, let's check it out. So I'm going to be real front. We're going to start with the negatives, dog. Like, So these are some things that I've experienced and I've got experience in our day-to-day lives, right? So, man, the current climate, you know, because we just mess around with all different political factors in the world currently as, as we watch the news or whatever social media you got, right? Recruiting problem. Man, like, people don't want to join, which I get it. Retention problem. People don't want to stay in, which, I mean, I'll tell you what. Like, I know a lot of dudes who recently re-enlisted. And, like, they're doing all right. I also know some other dudes that do some other MOSs. Like, MOS as in, like, your military occupation specialty. So, like, like me, example, I was in 11 Bravo. I'm in 11 Bravo Infantry Blue Cord, right? But there's, like, 19 kilos, which are tankers. 42 Alpha, which is, like, human administration. 74 Delta, which is, like, a Seaburn. Um, yeah, 92 Yankee Supply. Like, all, all these different kind of jobs, right, if you don't know who I'm talking about. So... A lot of guys are getting some fat bonuses in some of them jobs. Like, uh, you're a 19 kilo. I think a dude just got $50,000 bonus, right? And then, you know, with that, there's also been, like, a huge retirement problem for guys that are senior, which is which is really weird because you think, like, you know, the Army is trying to be new Army and change left and right, but, like, they don't let some of the older guys retire, which is kind of odd, you know? Um, a big thing that we all see in the news or you see, like, around is, Veteran suicide or active duty depression. And man, I'll tell you what, it is very real. Mental health issues are very real. Um, and I'm not going to ignore any of that. Like, I'll tell you what, the military 100%, 100% has a lot of mental health issues. Constantly trying to do improvements, constantly trying to do a lot of the right things. Like, so at Fort Hood, or sorry, Fort Cavazos, right? They just did a whole new. Um, behavioral health clinic. They got a whole new like MFLAC system in place, which MFLAC's like uh, a mental health coach that's a civilian that you can talk to, kind of like a therapist. And they are trying to help correct the problem that people have been made very aware of. 
Um, and as for veteran suicide, like, yeah, we know that 22 a day, there's a huge, huge following for that kind of deal. A lot of like, hey, I'm going to do 22 a day for this guy or this guy. Like, everyone knows someone that's probably been a veteran that has thought about suicide or committed suicide. Um, for people that are still here, like, there's a lot of DWIs, DUIs, um, alcohol-related incidences. And, I mean, it sucks, but, like, it's a vice. And, like, don't get me wrong. I have 100% thought about a breakfast beer after PT just because I showed up, like, five minutes early, but it wasn't early enough, right? Like, some guys have gone through that. Or... How about like, man, I'm going to crack a beer after this because I'm just tired of sitting here for six hours doing nothing, right? Like wasting my time. That's that's definitely been a thing. Definitely like a WTF, why are we here? Why are we still here? You know, that that's a big thing that happens a lot. Um, and then like sometimes, you know, there's just, you don't really know what else to do because you're just so, I guess, out of tune with like what normal societal people would do in a sense. And like, there's definitely a societal difference between what active duty military members would do on a Saturday night versus what like societal norm would do on a Saturday. Um, so like that rolls into like negative choices that sometimes get made on the daily between some service members and soldiers. And, you know, there's always like leaders trying to coach and do the right thing, be better, which is awesome. I think that we really need to continue that. But we also need to look at like, you know, what are the examples we're getting led by sometimes? Um, there's a lot of divorces. Like, man, if you're in the infantry and you're in the field all the time, well, I know your wife, husband, what have you, is probably not happy at all, right? 100% get that. And these are all very real scenarios. And I think these are things that might discourage some guys from joining. Like, trust me, it gave you some of my doubts when I joined. And as some of those things are very bad or pretty pretty shitty about things, man, I want to, like, highlight some things that, let's say you just want to do, like, like for myself, I, most likely, I'm going to extend for a year, right, and probably just say I did one contract, which, whatever, some guys do one contract, some guys do 20 years, some guys do 10 years. I don't, I don't judge any of that. I think, like, whatever you think is the best choice for you, 100% do that. But, like, check it. This is if you do one contract, this is the averages after one contract. So, like, let me give you some facts, right? So, when you do a contract, you're three years out. So, you did three years in the military or four years in the military. Your first contract was, and you get out of the military three years later as a veteran. Your average salary, my guy, is $138,000. Again, I say $138,000. Six figures. So, like, if you're 21 years old, right? So, you joined at 18, got out of 21. You're going to be averaging making $138,000 a year. That's that's a crazy stat. Or how about how about this one, right? So for the general population as a whole, only 29% have any kind of college education. 88% of active duty military members, so officers enlisted included across all the branches, that number is 88% have some sort of college education. And we know lately with the facts, like, hey, if you have some college education or some higher education, whether it's technical training or certifications, you will generally make more money. That is a huge stat. Now, with that being said, if you want to know my sources, I got SBA.gov, census.gov, both saying similar things, maybe off by like 0.2% or 0.3%. So let me throw that out there. For the economy as a whole, there are 2 million veteran-owned or active duty businesses in the U.S. with over 
5 million employees, creating $1 trillion of economic business in America every year, right? For the thing about the VA loans, everyone's like, oh, I can get a VA loan, get a VA loan, right? Check this. There is an average of 23,000 VA loans guaranteed and closed every month. That means like 23,000 people put in an offer and got a house every month in America. If you think that that is an average rate when there's only 1% of the world or 1% of the U.S. population in the military, right? That is a crazy stat to say that 23,000 are getting a house every single month. Now, like, we do monthly, we do yearly averages, like, that's that's some shit to say, right? So, that's just as a whole for guys who get out. Now, let me, let me talk about myself here for a second, right? I went back to school while in the military and got a degree, got a 3.6 GPA. I'm in the best physical shape I've ever been in. Surprisingly, you know, as I talked about the mental health earlier, I think my mental health has gotten a lot better. I've connected myself so that when I transition and I get out, I'm going to be guaranteed success. So example, like I tell people in the military, I got tech association of business members like, hey man, like come work as a lobbyist and a political factor when you get out. With my degree, hey man, come work for, for our company. Like we'll come hire you. We do international trade and business and we could have a guy that works in litigation and discussion of like, how do I put this in like simple terms? Um, trade agreements, buyer-seller agreements, contract negotiations between like a buyer and seller from country to country. So like I go to a country, say, hey, we want to buy a thousand laptops and let's sell them to this country here, like help negotiate contracts like that. And these are all like big facts. Like those are big things for me. Um, you know, you get your health insurance, you get a retirement plan, uh, your your spouse, so like for the guys that get married, like how we said earlier, right? You know, maybe you don't get a divorce and everything works out happily ever after, right? Great, love that. Your spouse can get $4,000 in certifications. Your spouse also gets health insurance. And the military, at least for the Army, they're trying to integrate so many programs to like help family and spouses out that like, you know, in civilian side, it just never would be a thing. Like, Sure, there's like, you know, homeowner association, PTO, cool, cool. But I think the military tries to be more involved in small knit communities to show like, hey, you're not being the only one going through these difficult times, like whenever a soldier is deployed or training exercises or just, just like the stress of just daily life sometimes, man. Like that for real can be a problem. Now, other things to consider for like my guys still in, like so – some of you guys who don't know, business influencers, like like Grant Cardone, Dan Pena, um, Bradley Martin, he's a social media guy, but like he's still like a business influencer or tries to be a business coach, whatever, right? These guys all talk about how they try to hire previous military members, right? And here's here's some skills that like no one really talks about you learn, right? You're going to be disciplined. You're going to get the job done, sometimes by any means necessary, but you're still going to be ethical and you're still going to be professional in almost every aspect that you can. And some of these guys say that they're top sales producing. They produce some of the best companies that are third party. So like these guys network to work them into a business, help them out with a contract and boom, like we got a thriving business, which adds to those 2 million veteran owned businesses, right? Then now someone's going to say, Oh, where'd you get these stats from? So these are all from their own personal statement websites. This is from ZipRecruiter.com. 
And again, SBA.gov. All right, some of the things. So, so we talked about the VA loans. We talked about business stats, education stats, salaries. You know, how about if you're in certain states? So, like, I'm at Fort Hood, right? So, I got the great old state of Texas. So, if you pay attention to your state benefits as a military member, there's things like the Hazelwood Act. So, as a soldier, you get your GI Bill, right? And with your GI Bill, you end up cashing in on VGLI when you get out. So, you get Veterans Group Life Insurance. You get your education benefits still. But with the Hazelwood Act, let's say you got a kid. Here, pass your GI Bill to your son or your daughter, what have you, right? Take the Hazelwood Act, and boom, you do the same thing again in the state of Texas. And, you know, I'm just saying I love Texas. Hook them. They, they take care of you down here if you're a veteran. More active duty still, right? And, you know, I think that's a – those are some big things to consider. Good place to start. You know, why join the military? Why look at some positives? Let's look at some negatives. And know that the Army will always be there or the military service will be there to – Honestly, give you a system in place that if you really wanted to, man, you could really take advantage of everything that goes on. So I hope y'all appreciate this, and I'm going to catch y'all in a couple days now with the Sunday Scary First episode of Terrible Financial Decisions. This is like, yeah, man, I got paid two days ago, and I dropped $1,000 on OnlyFans, or other one, yeah, I went to the strip club the other night and got a $700 dry hand job, or, yeah, I just went and bought a truck for... $27,000 at a 36% interest rate. Yeah, these bad decisions always happen, man. It's crazy. So I hope to catch y'all then. Again, this is the Joe Show, Corey K, Charlie Mike.